Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, April 5th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Taylor Massetta. And I'm Maya Sargent. Let's see what's what in the city. During the historic arraignment yesterday, former President Donald J. Trump pleaded not guilty to 34 federal charges. The counts relate to falsifying New York business records in the lead-up to the 2016 presidential election. It also includes hush money payments that were sent to Stormy Daniels. Trump's arraignment yesterday comes after five years of investigations by the Office of the Manhattan District Attorney. So, Mayo, what's next for Trump? Well, Taylor, after pleading not guilty yesterday, Trump returned to Mar-a-Lago in Florida, where his lawyers will now have 45 days to get the trial thrown out. The prosecutors are also required to hand over all evidence within the next 35 days. A protected order is also being discussed between prosecutors and Trump's legal team. That could impact Trump's ability to talk about the case during his potential presidential bid in the 2024 election. If the case is not thrown out, it will go to trial to determine if he is guilty. Jersey City in New Jersey is proposing a bill to help tenants facing eviction. The right to counsel legislation will provide city residents with free legal support when faced with issues like increased rent. In a public statement yesterday, the Jersey City mayor and local lawmakers said this bill will support vulnerable families who can't afford an attorney to defend their basic human right to housing. They also said that the bill will expand affordable housing opportunities for lower and middle class residents. All new residential developments in Jersey City will contribute funds to develop new affordable housing. New York lawmakers continue to hash out both the state and city budgets for the upcoming fiscal year. With the state budget deadline extended, New York City Council members are also dealing with their own budget struggles. This week, the New York City Council submitted their response to Mayor Eric Adams' preliminary budget, urging the preservation of city services that could potentially face cuts. While both budgets must address their own respective issues, there is some overlap. Both city and state lawmakers have placed health care at the top of their lists. Several lawmakers, including Mayor Eric Adams, Comptroller Brad Lander, and state representatives have sent letters urging Governor Hochul to include undocumented immigrants in the health care plan for the state budget. The new deadline for the state budget is April 10th, and the deadline for the city budget is July 1st. The 2023 World Car of the Year was announced this morning during the World Car Awards. The Hyundai Ioniq 6 won this year's award. It's the second year in a row that Hyundai took home the top prize. The Ioniq 6 also won awards for the World Electric Vehicle and World Car Design categories. The car is an electric sedan, and its starting price hovers around $46,000. While that award show just wrapped up, another is about to reveal its nominations. The Lucille Lotel Awards will announce their nominations this afternoon. These awards recognize the best in off-Broadway theater. Some awards have already been announced. Actor Stephen McKinley Henderson will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award. Also, black feminist icon Ntuzike Shange is this year's Playwright Sidewalk inductee. This year's ceremony will be the first to have gender-neutral categories, as opposed to separate awards for actors and actresses. The Lucille Lotel Awards will be presented on May 7th. Leonard Skinnerd, 
the band best known for Sweet Home Alabama, has announced that the group will continue touring despite the passing of its last original member, Gary Rosington, in March. The band will continue touring with one of the founding members' brothers, Johnny Van Zant, along with Ricky Medlock and a selection of other band members who have joined the group over the years. Leonard Skinner will begin their tour with ZZ Top and Uncle Cracker on July 21st in Florida. And in sports news, during an interview with SportsCenter yesterday, Iowa's Caitlin Clark said that LSU's Angel Reese does not deserve backlash for taunting her. Reese tapped her ring finger and made the you-can't-see-me gesture towards Clark after LSU defeated Iowa for the national title. Twitter users immediately berated Reese for the action, calling her classless and unsportsmanlike. However, Clark was applauded for doing the same exact thing in previous games. The controversy has sparked a discussion about double standards for black players like Reese. Clark said there's always going to be trash talk everywhere during this tournament, and Reese should not be singled out and criticized. Reese also said there's no beef between her and Clark, and she's disappointed the media pitted them against each other. And today in entertainment history, My Fair Lady scored at the 1965 Oscars, winning the Academy Award for Best Picture. Rex Harrison also won Best Actor for the film. That same night, Julie Andrews won the Best Actress Award for her iconic go-around as Mary Poppins. Also in 1961, Bob Dylan played his first ever paid gig at the Loeb Music Center in New York. He earned just $20. It's the 20th anniversary of the Orchid Show at the New York Botanical Garden, and this year's theme is Natural Heritage. WFUV's Christina Lulich spoke to the New York Botanical Garden's Manager of Interpretive Design, Michaela Wright, and headed to the show to gather what people thought about it. It's one of the best things in New York at this time of year. That was Steve Levinson. He is one of the many people who look forward to the orchid show at the New York Botanical Garden. It's an annual show that displays orchids from all over the world. And this year's theme is natural heritage. It's all about ancient ancestral connections to the natural world. And orchids play an important role in making it come to life. But people may wonder... What is it about orchids that make them so special? Orchids are really, botanically and scientifically speaking, a really remarkable group of plants. That's Michaela Wright. She's the manager of interpretive design at the Botans. Orchids are one of the largest plant families in the botanical world, with over 30,000 species. And that number doesn't include the new ones being discovered every day. Each year, an artist conveys a story for this diverse group of plants. This year, landscape artist Lily Kwong worked with Wright to bring her vision to life. There's a really strong story that Lily is bringing to the table. This is a really autobiographical show for her, um, and it's really all about her deepening her understanding of her heritage through her connections with the natural world. Kwong drew inspiration from ancient Asian art and created a mountainous landscape cascaded in orchids in the Haupt Conservatory. Just like the experience of being in it really feels like you're inside like a painting, but it's also real and alive. It smells amazing, it's so calm, it's, it is like both an art piece and an experience. That was Ashley Martin. She was admiring the zen area of the orchid show where you can listen to the calming sounds of water while looking at vibrant pink, purple, and yellow orchids. You can also partake in this meditative experience by taking a stroll along the poetry path, where you can read ancient Chinese poetry.
And that's not all. On Saturdays, you can drop by and speak to an orchid expert, take a class on flower arranging, or buy a ticket for orchid nights. It's a 21 and older event where adults can enjoy a cocktail and see the orchids under the stars. After all, a plant as special as an orchid deserves a series of special events. I'm Christina Lulich, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Christina Lulich reporting from the New York Botanical Garden's annual orchid show in the Bronx. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Taylor Massetta. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.